0: Hello, once again, and welcome to another edition of the Strip-Till Farmer Podcast, brought to you by Yetter Farm Equipment. My name is Noah Newman, and this week, Managing Editor Michaela Palkner goes one-on-one with Dr. Fred Bielow. He is a researcher and crop physiologist at the University of Illinois, and they're going to talk about planting populations in a strip-till system. So the 2022 Strip-Till Operational Practices Survey indicates the most common planting populations for strip-tilled corn, range from 33,000 to more than 35,000 in 2021, but strip tillers can go higher than that, according to Dr. below What about soybeans? 41% said they seed soybeans at a population of 120,000 or less. Another 25% plant in the 130,000 to 140,000 range. below thinks strip tillers can get by on a lower population. Why does he think that? Let's find out. Here's Michaela. And Fred.
1: First question. What does a strip tiller need to consider when choosing their corn planting population?
2: So the, the strip tiller needs to consider the same things that any any grower needs to consider when they choose their populations. I mean, so, so let let's think of let's think of corn yield, Michaela. Corn yield is a product function of how many plants per acre, how many seeds on each plant and the weight of each individual kernel. So, and, and you have to increase at least one of those to increase yield. Now, which one does the grower have the most control over? This includes strip tillers, plant population. I mean, so if, we're, if we sit here today and we say, oh, what are we gonna do to increase yield? I mean, um, we got to have more plants. M- more plants is what drives light interception and, and what drives photosynthesis and what drives yield. That, that's why that's the factor that, that has increased the most over the last 50 years. I mean, you have to buy the seed and manage the seed. Um, everybody decides their population based on how much water they think they're going to have, how much nutrition they think they're going to have, and a little bit the cost of the seed. And, and these, are the, these are the same things for strip tillers. Now, I'm guessing that uh, many strip tillers put the nutrients in the strip. And by putting the nutrition in the strip, that allows them to manage more plants easier than non-strip tillers do. And I'm guessing that strip tillers, um, by the fact that they uh, have more residue, also tend to have, conserve more water. So my personal view is that that by, by using the water, conserving abilities of conservation tillage, and by being able to place nutrients in the strip, that strip tillers are probably able to manage higher populations better or easier than conventional tillage people.
1: What would you consider a good higher population for a strip tiller who's in the corn
2: belt? I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess that most strip tillers are in 30-inch rows, and uh, in 30-inch rows, because of plant to plant spacing, sort of a top end population for 30 inch rows is 38,000 plants per acre. Strip tillers, again, the answer is it depends on the rainfall and it depends on the geography and the water holding capability. But I think that strip tillers, again, because of the conservation tillage and the place nutrients are more able to push the the top end of the population for a 30 inch row than conventional tillage people are. Okay. And I would tell you thirty-eight is the top end for a thirty-inch row. Has to do with the plant-to-plant spacing. Each plant needs a certain amount of elbow room, if you will. So
1: when they are too close together, then it just they just don't grow well enough to yield any higher.
2: Yeah, yeah, they shade each other, and the roots 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 don't like each other, so they don't grow into each other. They grow into the open area, and when you When you are – I think you need five inches or so between each plant. And if you get closer than that, then you start to have self-shading and and interplant competition. Okay. Now, now that would be true of strip-till or conventional till. But but where – I mean, strip-tillers have that advantage that they can conserve water because of the residue and they're not tilling the soil – uh, and they can place the nutrients, and both of these things, in my view, allows them to manage more plants, and that's the and that's one of the yield components. It's one of the ways to increase yield.
1: So, uh, looking at our survey data, it looked like the most common populations was about. 33,000 to, and then we had a a group that was more than 35,000, but they all kind of fell in there. So for those people that are at the lower end, what would, how do they go about determining how much more they should increase to hit that? Like, should they just jump to the 38,000 or what do they need to do? No, no
2: they i mean you know they all need to experiment on their own so there's a reason why growers are using the populations that they are and i'm guessing the reason is mostly they're worried about how much water is available and they're worried about um uh the seed cost um i i i don't think i don't know this but i don't think most strip tillers are realizing that oh um I have the nutrients right under the root, so you know this allows me to manage more plants. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I would bet you, I don't know this, but the populations you're telling me, I think those would be fairly similar to conventional tillage people. I mean, I'm not I, – I think you surveyed only strip-till people anyway. So um, I'm guessing here, but I'm speculating that strip-tillers have a um, – easier time to manage a little bit higher populations because of the place nutrients and because of the water conserving nature of conservation tillage i'll bet you the average is around 32 i mean then that's a wide range you know um but it's mostly based on how much water they think they're going to have
0: all right let's burn a time out and thank our sponsor yetter farm equipment yetter is your answer for success in the face of ever-changing crop production challenges Yetter offers a full lineup of planter attachments like row cleaners, closing wheels, and planter mounted fertilizer equipment. And check out Yetter's highly popular stalk devastators, cover crop rollers, and strip till equipment. Yetter products help you maximize your inputs, save you time, and deliver a return on your investment. Now that's a triple threat. Visit them at yetterco.com. That's Y E T T E R C O.com. Now, back to the conversation.
1: So then we had about half of the people we surveyed were using variable rate uh, for seeding corn. So what do you think they need?
2: And they did the variable rate based on management zones or topography or do you know what?
1: No, we just said yes or no. Are you using variable rate?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, So uh, then, you know, I mean, my, my, my guess is that that, they, they change the rate based on whether it's on a slope or something like that. I I don't know what the, what the, what the reason is. Um, but, but um, again, I'm speculating here, Michaela, M- my guess is that um, um, strip tillers can vary the rate uh, and because of the same advantages that strip till brings. They're, they're probably going to more successfully be able to vary the rate than conventional tiller tillage people are okay i know i know that's a cop-out it's the same answer (laughs) i don't know the answer you know i mean i don't know what they're basing it on um what do you think they
1: should base it on
2: probably water probably water availability and uh, and and um nutrient supplying power okay but mostly water is my guess I mean, the okay. main detriment of when you when you run the population up, um, you you are worried about not having enough water, and you're worried about the plant lodging. Now, 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 now strip tillers they can they put the P and K right in the strip. Both of those are a huge advantage to keep, them, especially the K for standability, and a little bit for water because potassium moves water to this strip zone. So I don't know what they should base it on. I mean, I don't. Not many people do it. I know I know planners can do it, but I don't know what they're basing it on, so I can't really comment.
1: Sure, sure. Okay. Um and then what do you think is uh the best soybean seeding rate for a corn belt strip tiller?
2: Yeah, so where where corn populations have gone up, soybean populations have gone down. Um largely because we, the soybean plant branches, and um, uh, we're planting premium seed. You know, we used to plant bin-run seed, so we had to plant a lot of it, and now we have treated seed, premium seed, uh, the plant can branch. Um, the tendency for soybean populations have been to decrease, especially as we plant soybean earlier and earlier. So... My my guess is they're in the 110,000 range. Did you ask them what their populations are? Yeah. Um, well, I'll bet you conventional people put in 140, plant 140, you know, where they're looking for 120. And my guess is that strip tillers can get by with even a little less.
1: Okay. Yeah, it looks like 41% of strip tillers used 120,000 or less. uh uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But that would be – I think next year we need to ask like 100 and 110 ranges too because, to, like you said, it's gone down now. But
2: uh. it's, it's slowly edging down. Um, what, what happens – what we're seeing is we're seeing soybean get planted earlier and earlier because the uniformity of emergence isn't as important as it is with corn and because now we have premium-treated seed. And and if you got an itchy to plant something first, plant soybean. And when you plant early, if you have too many seed, then they then they get too tall. So so I, I mean, if you said to me, what's the sweet spot? It's in 120, probably. That's what they're okay. looking for as a final stand. Okay. More corn, less soybean. That's the got it sort of the message.
1: The takeaway. Um, is there anything else that you think? strip tillers should know about uh seeding and planting uh rates and populations
2: again again so let's the, the message i'd like to get out is there's some there's some real advantages to strip till right there's the place nutrients there's the advantage of conservation tillage and this allows them to probably uh manage a little bit higher population of plants than the conventional person Okay. And and plant population is the yield component that that under their control that drives yield. So okay. they they have to change something to increase yield, don't they? They have to either have more plants, more kernels on every plant, or they have to have heavier kernels. Now, we'd like to have all three, but which one do they have the most control over? The, plant. the number of plants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and strip-till has some advantages that allow them to be a little more comfortable with higher densities of plants. And that's how they might be able to, in my mind, how they might be able to get out a little extra yield. And, that, and that, 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 that's because they're placing the nutrients in the strip.
0: And that'll wrap things up for this week's conversation. Thanks to Dr. Fred Bielow and Michaela Paulkner for that insight can read more about the topic in the winter edition of Strip-Till Farmer, which comes out this week, actually. Also, I want to remind you, registration is now open for the 10th Annual National Strip-Tillage Conference, August 3rd and 4th, in Bloomington, Illinois. Build and refine your strip-till system with dozens of new ideas and connections. Experience an energizing two-day agenda featuring inspiring general session speakers expert-led strip-till classrooms and collaborative strip-till roundtables. Plus, certified crop advisor credits will be offered. Just as important as the chance to profit from unlimited hallway networking with the most innovative, forward-thinking minds you will find in strip-till. So come see for yourself why past attendees say they take home an average of $8,333 in ready-to-use ideas. That's a lot of money. Head to striptillfarmer.com to register. Thanks for tuning in to the Strip-Till Farmer podcast brought to you by Yetter. I'm Noah Newman. Have a great day.